Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, isn't that the truth? It truly does not matter who the host is. Yes, today's Tuesday, January the 19th of 2021. And just in case, it is date number 19 as well. And only 346 days left to go. How do you feel about that? Anyways, hopefully you're off to a fantastic start of your morning because it is one minute past the top of the hour. How, how did that happen? How did that happen? Okay, one minute past the top of the hour. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. No doubt about that. And we are broadcasting live across the Safety FM multiverse of things. We're on the streamer. We're on the radio. We are on our different I guess, places that we hang out on. So you're able to take a listen everywhere, including this joint. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. Okay, so we're infiltrating RadioBig.fm. So you can go to the Live 365 app and download that bad boy if you're so inclined to do so. And take a listen to the lovely radio station and get, get to hang out all day on what is going on over there. Now, keep in mind, this is what I tell people just kind of for us to, to hang out and understand the differences here. So if you go to the radio station on Radio Big, it is playing music all day. Some safety stuff does drop in there from time to time. We did start our new featured lineup yesterday. You get to see them all there. You know, 
Chris Russell, John and Heidi Small, Cindy Scott, and Terry Christensen. I, I don't know. I got to listen to a good chunk of it. Sorry, Terry. I was asleep by the time that uh, you came about. Uh, but you, you get the drift there. Um, so they're available all all day long. We're making the sequence of events um, going through. And then if you want to hang out and do the safety thing all day, we've always been there at safetyfm.com. Safetyfm.com, which uh, app is available right there as well. You just go to the Apple Play Store. The Apple Play Store. Listen to me combining that. The Apple Store and the Google Play Store. And you can download them readily there. You will find two apps while you're there. You will find the Safety FM radio app, but then we also have the Safety FM video app, which is our video streaming. By the way, hello there inside of the box. Sorry that I missed that first thing. Um, but there you go. So that way we we can actually hang out and do some different things. But the radio streaming app is just referred to as Safety FM. Safety FM Plus, of course, is the video streaming that also has around the safety pod you know that's that that's the popular show on there right now i'm just letting you know out of the sequences of things but there's other stuff on there i mean there's some videos by todd there's some videos by sheldon there's some videos by yours truly we have removed some videos <laughs> other story there uh but anyway so you kind of get the point there of what is going on anyways it is tuesday so we are not going to change the chamber of what we normally do even though if you did listen to today's show on the Jay Allen show, uh, that's a whole other story. Okay, but anyway, so let's talk about what is trending because that's going to be the important part. And this is the part of the show that sometimes gets me in trouble and sometimes it doesn't. But let's talk about what music is trending across the universe of stuff. And this is at number five, according to iTunes. This is Dua Lipa with Levitating. One of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated, I'm heavily medicated. Ironic, I gave them love and they end up hating on me. She told me she loved me and she been waiting. Been fighting hard for your love and I'm running thin on my back. Okay, so that's Levitating by Dua Lipa featuring the baby. Yeah, the baby. Anyways, I... I should probably feature the baby that I have in my home. Anyways, maybe I shouldn't do that. Okay, so this is going to be number four with AJR and Bang. Here we go. Okay, let's go out with a bang, that's for sure. Anyways, don't worry. If you want to come over at the top of the hour, we will do these all five on Radio Big, just in case if you're interested in taking a listen of you and I together. I do have the bad habit of actually interrupting the music. Anyway, at the number three spot, this is Morgan Wallen, who was actually making it all over the place last week. And here he goes with, oh, not that, 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 Wasted on You. Okay, so there you go. That's Wasted on You. And I don't know how this guy's pulling it off, but I love the song. But it's been making the sequence for about a year. And this is The weekend at number two with Blinding Lights. Here you go. You can turn me on with just a touch, baby. Okay, so that's number two. According to iTunes, this is all that is going on. And then in the number one spot, the funny part is that this song, my daughter had to give me a breakdown about it because I didn't understand. It's about teenage love and 
promising each other how you're going to wait. And, you know, you said you were going to be there. But anyways, let's talk about it. This is the number one spot. This is Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo here at the number one spot. Okay, so that's Olivia Rodrigo, Rodrigo at the number one spot according to iTunes. Now, that song is heartbreaking. Apparently, the guy from, what is it, High School, the musical, the TV show said he was going to wait for her, and he didn't. And she's heartbroken, and she curses in the song. Damn it, man. What is going on inside of this world? Anyway, so that's what according to iTunes on what the top five are. Now, if you go the other way, the other the other direction, and we went with Spotify at number five, it's Carol G with Bichota, which we did enjoy <laughs> quite a bit too much, uh, just in case. And then at number four, 24 Golden with Mood. At number three, The Weeknd with Blinding Lights. And I have to tell you, I like this song. This next song I'm going to talk about, Bad Bunny with Dakiti. Dakiti, don't watch the video. The video ain't much to, to leave you impressed with. Sorry. I mean, I'm just telling you what I think. Um, and then last but not least, driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo. Yes, there you go. Yes, I, did. I went full Spanish blown there right there, just in case you were wondering. Anyway, so let's kind of get you into what is going on in the mix. Oh, no, wrong show. Uh, so let's get you into what is going on inside of the world of the news, because that's going to be the important aspect. And let's do that by going around the interwebs and getting you started right now. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety From Show. Picture Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The White House says it plans to remove COVID-19 travel restrictions on the UK, Europe and Brazil. However, the incoming Biden administration says it will block the order. Jagruti Dave reports from Washington. President Trump put a stop to most visitors coming to the US from the UK and Europe in March and from Brazil in May in response to the coronavirus outbreak. However, just two days before leaving office, he issued an executive order lifting the restrictions effective January the 26th, but leaving in place those on China and Iran. In a statement, President Trump said this action is the best way to continue protecting Americans from COVID-19 while enabling travel to resume safely. However, Joe Biden's White House press secretary said the incoming administration would block the move. Jen Psaki wrote on Twitter, this is not the time to be lifting restrictions on international travel. The UK government says its vaccination programme will still prioritise giving COVID-19 jabs to the oldest patients, even as it starts to move down the age ranges. Over 4 million people have now received a first vaccine dose. But while the over 70s are beginning to be offered jabs, some over 90s are yet to be vaccinated. The government has a target of giving first doses to its four top priority groups by the middle of February. Cabinet Minister Brandon Lewis says it's about moving through the cohorts as efficiently as possible. There will be an overlap as you're moving through these. As you start to bring the second cohort in, there will be a bit of an overlap. So while they're still finishing cohort one, some people from the second cohort will have their, be having their vaccines and, and being contacted. The supply, I don't think, is the, is the issue at all, actually. It's one of the things I think, we've done. again, there's been a phenomenal effort in making sure that we've got the supply that we need. Rwanda's capital, Kigali, has been put under a 15-day lockdown following a rapid rise in coronavirus numbers. Leon Solomon reports. 
The decision by the Rwandan cabinet to put Chigali back into lockdown was due to the spike of cases reported in the capital over the past days. According to Rwanda's biomedical center, Chigali accounts for 61% of COVID-19 cases reported in the country since 1st January this year. The lockdown becomes effective on Tuesday and will be reviewed after 15 days. Under the guidelines, all movements will require a permit. Public and private transport has been burned. Tourism activities will continue in strict adherence with COVID-19 health guidelines. And the country's international airport will remain open. Rwanda has so far reported over 11,200 COVID-19 cases since March last year. Mexico is urging the U.S. to make major immigration reforms as Joe Biden takes over the White House. It comes as thousands of migrants were blocked by police in Guatemala at the weekend, hoping to travel through Mexico to the U.S. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by... You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. That's the sequence of the news of what is exactly going on. I'm th- I'm thinking, between you and I here, we probably need to go a little bit shorter on the news or something here. Because, you know, we're gone for a long period of time in between that and getting back to you. Anyway, so let's take it from the top and go down the shit list and talk about what exactly is going on inside of the world of, you know, the different things, the different aspects, the different cohorts, if you may. Anyways, a family in Iowa is going viral after, oh yeah, this is a feel-good story, just in case, after creating a 15-foot tall snowman in their front yard, Karen Peters 
told CBS affiliate KCCI that the idea for the giant snow sculpture came from her son, who has enlisted the help of his friends. Together, the group used an eight-foot ladder and worked piece by piece until they had the snowman statue completed with a pair of eyes, mouth, carrot nose, and red scarf and button standing tall. Last year's Peter's son sculpture was about 11 feet, snow, um, snowman, and Ames, and there you go, where he goes to college. So that's what's going on. So hold on, hold on, I, hold the phone, hold the phone. Eight-foot ladder, 15-foot snowman. Yeah, eight-foot ladder, 15-foot snowman. Did they have to erect it to get it up? I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out because if you didn't have a ladder to, you know, complete the motion to get you all the way up there, how the hell did you finish it off? Would probably be a good story to follow up on. Anyways, let's continue talking. Multiple experts at the personal finance website Wallet Hub have created their best and worst states to raise a family report for 2021. The report analyzed the 50 states across the five categories, which were broken down into 52 key indicators, or KPIs for those, of family friendliness. The indicators, which were grand, were graded 100-point scale, included family, family fun, health, and safety, education, and child care, affordability, and socioeconomics. So here you go. Don't, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what it is. So let's go to the bottom of the list starting. Well, let's go, let's go top five. Let's go top five first. So at number five with a 59.16 score was Vermont. At number four, wow, uh, at 59.8% was New York. <laughs> at number three, North Dakota with a 60.10 score. At number two, Minnesota. Oh, yes, Minnesota uh, with a 60.57 score. And at the number one spot was Massachusetts, 60.88. So there you go. That is what rounds off the top of the list. Now let's go to the bottom of the list. Let's go to the bottom of the list. My love is so hurt. At 50, at the number 50, the worst ranking spot, New Mexico, 28.95%, or 20, or great, better saying. And then Mississippi, 29.7. At 48, West Virginia, 33.83. Wow, that's a huge jump between Mississippi and West Virginia. Louisiana, I mean, Louisiana, 33.83. And Oklahoma, 34.49. So there you go. And for some reason, they threw Wisconsin in there. I guess that's important for some for the Cheeseheads. Uh, at 54.44. And that was at the number 14 spot. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of there, according to Wallet Hub. So let's continue. Cocaine hippos are taking over Colombian marshlands. No, not a joke here. The hippos were illegally imported to the country by the notorious drug lord Pablo. Oh, hold on. Pablo Escobar, who was shot dead by authorities back in 1993. Following his death, authorities took control of about 7,000-acre estate, including his personal zoo. While most of the animals were relocated to other zoos, four of the hippos escaped. Those four are believed to be responsible for about 80 to 100 descendants. Wow, they, they got busy which terrorizing the country's lake and rivers, according to the Telegraph. Global environmentalists are now rushing to castrate the animals as they pose a threat to the natural wildlife since their urine and feces are toxic, toxic. 
Scientists have projected that the population could sur- could surge to 1,500. 1,500 by 2024. Holy crap, dude. I did not really realize how um how busy it was. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Freeform Radio never sounded this great. Or has it? Radio Big. Okay, so let's continue. Los Angeles is the first county in the U.S. to report over 1 million coronavirus cases. According to the New York Times, they have been at almost 3 million cases and 34,000 deaths in the state of California. The next two states with the highest number of cases are Texas at 2 million and Florida at 1.5 million. As of Monday, COVID, oh, as of Monday morning, over 12 million doses of the COVID vaccine had been administered in the U.S. and 1.6 million have reached the immunity with two doses of the vaccine, while 10.6 million have been received their first dose. Worldwide, the coronavirus has infected 94.7 million people with at least 2 million deaths um, attributed to, to the virus itself. So there you go. There you go. A lot of stuff going on for sure as we do talk about it. No ands, if, and buts about it, my friends. So what do you think? I mean, that would tell me right away that I don't want to be in Cali and I don't want to be in Texas and shit. Florida's at number three. Uh, well, I guess I'm already here. Not much I can do now about that. But anyways, it's something to think about because let's be realistic. Wouldn't you love the opportunity if you're not from Florida to come to Disney World? Wouldn't you love the opportunity to go to Universal? But look at the risk. I mean, and I love those places. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. But you need to do them at the time that is correct. I, I love the beaches in Florida, too. I said beaches just in case. But just stuff to think about. Just stuff to think about for sure. I mean, think about it as you're seeing these cases rise. I'm definitely not going to California anytime soon. I mean, that's for sure. Anyways, let's continue. Disneyland Paris will delay its reopening until at least... April the 2nd, the park, which closed for the second time in October, had planned to reopen on February the 13th. But with the increase in coronavirus cases that are now on, they are now unable to open. Other Disney parks that remained closed included Hong Kong Disneyland and original Disneyland in Anaheim. Walt Disney World in Orlando is open with COVID-related precautions in place, as well as Shanghai Disneyland. So, like I said, it is open, but it's kind of go at your own risk. And believe me, I know people and have friends and acquaintances that work at Disney Universal, SeaWorld, and so on. So, it's not that I'm anti-them, because I'm not. I'm just anti-risk, if it's you know if it's possible. I mean, there is risk that you're always going to take, but... Take calculated risk. Okay, a band of female vigilantes are taking upon themselves to protect their family and friends from the violent Jalisco drug cartel. The women ca- the women carry assault rifles and post roadblocks sometimes while pregnant or with their small children in tow to help combat the growing homicide levels in the Michoacana area of mexico the majority of the women have lost their family members to the cartel and believe that they are protect or protected themselves as the government and police failed to do so according to the associated press so there you go if things are not going the way that you want make it something better as they do in mexico i mean that's just an example not saying really to go out and do that but i mean it's interesting on that they are taking the strong arm of the law into their own hands but 
as we've known for over the last few weeks, it can get a little cray-cray when you take a look at doing stuff like that. Oops! What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue. Drones may be replacing cowboys. Researchers at the University of Kentucky are testing the the use of unmanned aerial vehicles, UAVs. Get used to that, UAVs, to help ranchers remotely monitor herds of cattle over larger territories. Uh, professor of Mechanical Engineering, Jesse Hogg, Jesse Hogg, his team has received a $900,000 grant from the USDA National Institute of Food and Agriculture in 2018 to work on drone herding project. The research is set to be completed within the next two years, but high costs and and current government regulations on drones may delay the timeline. So there you go. There you go. Very interesting. Very interesting. Think about it. The Dallas drones. Oh, I mean, I mean, oh, that's not the Cowboys they're replacing. But some interesting stuff. But you see, as we talk about this and we continually talk about how things and environments are changing, Don't get me wrong. I think you need to learn about safety in the best way possible. But look at the new tech that is coming out there and that is changing the world that we're in because I think that that's going to be important. I mean, I think that as a safety pro, besides that you know X, Y, and Z about construction, besides that you know X, Y, and Z about transportation, besides that you know X, Y, and Z about safety, I think you're going to have to start taking some dives into some of this computer world. And I'm talking like coding here. I'm talking like Salesforce here. I'm talking about these different things that technology will keep on changing into, programming, and really having a better understanding of it. And, hey, I know that not all of us want to be computer savvy. I understand that. Don't get me wrong. But it's the way that our world is going. And the way that it happens is that if you don't adapt to technology, you kind of get left behind. Not picking on these people. But look at some of these other places that did not want to do things. Look at the Sears of the world. Look at the J.C. Penney's of the world, where they did not want to adapt to the new technology. Look at the look at a lot of the stuff that occurred back in the day, where there was transition from the brick and mortar stores to going to online, and some people were fighting it. Now, take a look at this. Take a look at this. Think about it in this fashion. Think about all those places that last year, around this time. What do you mean work from home? We would never approve that. Hmm. Well, I, well, that changed quickly. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, United States stock and bond markets were closed on Monday in observance of Martin Luther King Day. For the trading week ending in January 15, major averages were down more than 1%. Bonds yields have been moving their higher in recent sections, the largely due to the anticipated inflation increases due to the realize, realized during the coming year. So there you go. There you go. There you go. So, so something to think about. Let me tell you this. So this is how big the lottery is, that it has made it to the main section of the news stories. It's not even on the the bottom piece anymore. This is one of the headers that I'm supposed to go over. So here you go. Tonight's Mega Million drawing has entered the ratified territory as the pot grows to the second largest grand prize in the game history. 
The $850 million jackpot marks the third largest prize in American lottery history. The Mega Million record sits at $1.537 billion, which was claimed back in October of 2018. Holy monkeys. I mean, I guess I have not really ever kept up with the lottery, even though I have family members that play it like a religion. Religiously, they play that thing. But there you go. Stuff to think about for sure. Anyways, health officials in Norway say that there is no evidence that COVID-19 vaccine was directly responsible for the series of deaths among the elderly people. I know we did talk about that yesterday. So, of course, as we have talked about before, always when we see the advance and the change in the news stories, we have to do the retracts. The retractions are always there, and we need to talk about them. I don't ever want it to come across that we're not retracting if something is not Correcto, correcto. So think about it in that fashion for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking about that. So the Norwegian Medicine Agency said that all of the people over the age of 75 who died after receiving the vaccine had serious underlying illnesses. Medical director Steiner Madison told Bloomberg that that while they can't say that the people died from the vaccine, they can't say that it may be coincidental, adding that it is difficult to prove that the vaccine was the direct cause. So far, Norway has the only, has only been administering the Pfizer vaccine. Moderna will be will get rolled out starting Friday. So that's kind of eh, eh, as you say that. Because now, I mean, that's going to be like, oh, okay, well, I don't want the death one. I want the Moderna one because no one's died of it. I mean, let's just be realistic. That's what's going to happen, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, trying to be entertaining and being entertaining is definitely totally two different things. That we know for sure. We've learned that throughout the time that you and I get to hang out together because we do what we do together for sure. So let's talk about some other things. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so you did see the title of the episode for today. Don't get too anxious about the different things that are going down, but we need to talk about what is happening because that's what we do here. We talk about what is going on around the world of the interwebs, so let's talk about it right away. So, here we go. Here we go, so let's talk. 28 minutes past the top of the hour. That's important because we need to talk about that. We are still streaming on Safety FM and Radio Big. Just in case. So, well, I hope we're still on. I mean, that could change in a moment, in a drop of a hat, in a drop of a hat. Okay, so here we go. Gwyneth Paltrow's notorious vagina candle almost burnt down a woman's house. The uniquely scented candle allegedly had a flame leap out of the glass that caused a fire in Jody Thompson's home. So let me tell you some more about this. Gwyneth Paltrow's famous vagina candle nearly burned down Jody Thompson's house, home in England. Thompson says that she won a uniquely scented goop candle from the online quiz. The candle was unveiled back in January of 2020 and quickly sold out. How the hell did this sell out? Prompting goop to, to make more. Even at a $75 price point, Paltrow's candle became a hot commodity. Jeez. Hot commodity. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to touch that one. Uh, though this is the first time that we've ever heard nearly a house burning down, of course, usually people just comment on it's an interesting scent. I don't even, Hold on. How can you justify saying that? It's an interesting scent? <sighs> oh, my God. Okay. According to Jody Thompson, she lit the Gwyneth Paltrow, this smells like my vagina candle. 
Yeah, I did say that. And didn't think about it until about uh, a 20-foot flame leapt from the glass jar. And then onto her carpet, Thompson claims that the candle exploded and admitted a huge flames with bits of flying everywhere. She described the scene as an inferno. She then and her, she and her partner then were able to control the situation by throwing the vagina candle out the door. Okay, while the event sounds traumatizing, the humor isn't lost on Jody Thompson either. So let's talk about that. Who says it could have burned the place this place down? It was scary time, but the funny looking back at it when Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room. As of the writing, neither Gwyneth Paltrow nor Goob have addressed their oh, <laughs> their you know the grounds about this. Um, with that being said, the Goop site doesn't does state. That one should always keep a candle within sight and keep it away from anything that can catch fire. Really? Anything that can catch fire? So what are you going to do? Put it outside? Or is it recommended you put it outside? I'm just asking. Um, So there you go. They recommended not letting the candle burn for longer than two hours at a time. Hold on. Hold on. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. So I'm going to buy a $75 candle. Number one, I don't know what the hell's wrong with me that I bought a $75 candle, but that's a whole other story. But I'm not supposed to burn it for more than two hours? And how long does this smell actually last? Or how how strong is this that you're not supposed to actually have it for more than two hours going on? Gwyneth Paltrow's The Smells Like Vagina Candle is crafted from, uh, well, a whole bunch of weird stuff that I probably can't even pronounce. Let, let's go through it. Generominum. Citrus bergamota and cedar absolutes. It's then, then it's just, just opposed with dasmicros and abrient seeds that puts the mind to fantasy. Upon smelling the candle the first time, Gwyneth Paltrow said, ah, it smells like my vagina. From there, it became Goot's biggest selling item. Paltrow also insinuated that she may or may not have been the magic mushroom when it came up with the idea. Regardless, it took off and it sparked on jokes on social media before literally sparking Jody's Thompson's home. So there you go. Gwyneth Paltrow has gone to say that the smells like my vagina candle was really funny to us, but also a little bit punk rock. Yeah, punk rock. Yeah, that's what it comes to mind. While there there was there a lot of laughter, there was also that she that Paltrow said that she believes that it's submersive in punk rock. Martha Stewart said that it should sell out. She does that kind of irrit, um, irritating stuff, you know, to help publicity. She's trying to push the public to listen to her and what's great according to what Stewart had to say. So there you go. That's a lot of interesting stuff, but he, let's talk about the the important part of the whole story. Yeah, you know, kind of fun play on words there for half a second as we do discuss, you know, it smells like the vagina candle by Gwyneth Paltrow. But lighting stuff up as we are talking about here because that's the important sequence of the whole thing. What do you normally do? Like do you in your workplace number 1 allow not the not the goob candle. That's not what I'm trying to get to. But do you allow people to light candles at their desk? And then number two, do you do it at home? And if you do, how do you surveil those things? Because I will tell you, I worked at a place prior to getting into the world of safety. Yes, that there was a time that that, was, that had happened. Um, where they were cool with people lighting up candles. Of course, the goob candle didn't exist then. But they were cool with people lighting up candles inside of their offices. And I always find it kind of strange, but I think it's weird on how some people will actually take that aspect. 
and do some different things with candles. And, of course, the aromas that it gets and all that kind of stuff. But how do you look at this whole thing? Like, do you supervise a candle when you do light it up? Now, think about these other places that have these giant candles. And I'm talking about, like, those big, ginormous ones that normally do cost about $75, but not the Gwyneth Paltrow version. But it has the three wicks. And you do the three wicks at one time. So I'm just asking, like, what is your supervision level on candles? Um, And then also the other side of the equation as we do talk about it. Do you take a look at this and go, okay, it's fine to do it as long as you have a fire extinguisher in the general area or X, Y, and Z? Or do you just not allow them? And then how do you do it at home? At home, we have an area that we actually put candles on. And no, none of them have belonged to Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, but we actually like them, but we keep them this one, well, secluded area is really what it boils down to. And we do them on a very limited basis. But anyways, just something to talk about. And of course it was a good play on titling. I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard. And I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by... Okay, that's any other way, the instrumental version. Bye, 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 Particle House. Yeah, that's my Particle House there. Yeah, you know, going a little bit slower this morning, that's for sure. Anyways, 37 minutes past the top, or 7 minutes past the bottom, however you want to take a look. And that's what's going on. Anyways, thank you to our friends there, Particle House. 
for allowing us this little gem on Rated R Safety Show. Ah, so beautiful, so beautiful. Anyways, like I said, Particle House, you can find it anywhere. iTunes, and of course, the different aspects of Spotify, if you so desire to do so as well. Oh, there you go, a little bit more. I think someone knows that I like techno. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Anyway, so there you go. That is what's going on inside of the world. Uh, so let me take a left turn before I go to the normal direction. So let's talk about this real quick. Um, ben Affleck, 48, and Ana de Armas, 32. Oh, Ana de Armas have split. The news comes after less than a year after the former couple first sparked romance rumors. The reason of the breakup has not been shared. Well, I hope it's something reasonable. Reasonable? Jeez, man. So there you go. Um, anyway, so let's talk about some things going on around the world of celebs because we're already there. So let's go into the world of so business. The Ottawa Senators NHL team saluted their beloved Canadian late Jeopardy host Alex Trebek with a moment of silence before their season opening game against the Toronto Maple Leafs on Friday night during the pregame salute in which Trebek was held as a Canadian icon. And it was also noted the hockey lovers celebrated his inducted inducted him as a number of the order of the Canada of Canada in 2017 as a senator home game. Trebek often mentioned his Canadian roots in his chats with Jeopardy contestants and had appeared during the All Star Game events and the NHL awards. Anyways, our thoughts and prayers, of course, are still with the Trebek family. God, is that guy going to be missed in regards of what he has done for the culture? Yes, I did say culture and what he brought you, what we would call, you know, what was Americana at the time? I mean, it was a part of Americana. Let's just go it that way. And yes, North North America and Canada is part of North America. So don't don't say anything weird. Don't say anything weird. Okay, so Johnson sparked excitement among the fans on Saturday with his surprise announcement that he dropped the first trailer for Young Rock, an upcoming NBC series about his life. Johnson posted his clip on Instagram one day after commemorating the one-year anniversary of his father, Rocky Johnson's death. Young Rock will premiere on February the 16th. You can go to his Instagram page, if you so desire to do so, to find out more information on what is going on there. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff. A lot of interesting stuff going on with the Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You know, I have to tell you, when you hear his story, $7 in the pocket, and what he's done with his career from where he started to where he's at now, and thinking about that at one particular time when he is was in the world of professional wrestling, people would chant when he would come out, die, Rocky, die, because they thought he sucked, which you should never chant regardless on how bad you think somebody sucks. And to think what he has done to this point with all of that is just astronomical. Anyways, let's continue talking. Climbing the social distancing ladder. A study says that to better, <laughs> thanks to better health cases at um, care access, job stability and a cushy home, the wealth are socially distancing are higher rates and now and then low income housing. What? Yeah, you heard me correctly there. Researchers at John Hopkins University found that people making more than $230,000 per year are up to 54% more likely to engage in pandemic safety measures, such as wearing masks and maintaining distance from others, compared to those who are bringing in around, well, let's say $13,000 annually. The survey said that of 1,000 Americans asked to participate to describe how 
how their life changed at the beginning of the pandemic, while almost all respondents noted that some changes in the interest of safety, higher earners were about 32% more likely to socially distance and 30% more likely to wash their hands often and then wear masks. Researchers also noted that the higher earners are more likely to have the option of working from home. Through these findings, though, helped by epidemiologists, yes, you heard me correctly, predicted the spread and the help of informed pandemic policy. So there you go. There you go, just sharing the information that they found out at John Hopkins University. And which, which, which group do you think will get the vaccine first? Unfortunately to say, but have to say it. Believe me, people who make that kind of money socially distance themselves from, the lo- from long before the pandemic. Let's just not lie here. It's kind of the way that it goes. And on the other side, those who aren't socially distancing have been a lot more parties in the past year. Think about it that way as well. I know a lot of sarcasm inside of that, but think about how some of these numbers are totally all over the place. Anyways, I think that after something like that, well, maybe... And I'm just going to say maybe. Maybe we need some kind of other motivation. Time now for the Motivation Minute, brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. Do you have a credit card? Is it a pretty good one? Here's how you can tell. Take the details of your current card and compare them for free at BetterCreditCards.com. That's BetterCreditCards.com. Albert Einstein said, try not to become a person of success, but rather try to become a person of value. Couldn't have said it better myself, Al. Then again, I guess he was a genius. I love to bring value to the people around me. If you can find a way to help the people in your life, you'll not only be successful, but you'll also feel successful because it feels good to help people. Heck, you might even discover your true purpose in life by helping others around you. So this genius idea can also be a great way to make a living as well. With today's Motivation Minute, I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. You can find more at motivationminute.org. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Okay, so let's continue going down the path of what is going on inside of the world, of the world, and the world, and the world. Yeah, cat scratch teacher. Yeah, not a joke here. A cat... A cat behavioral expert says that most of us are petting our cats completely wrong. Dr. Lauren Finca of Northertum Trent University says that although the cats may be enjoying the traditional human way of stroking the cat, starting from behind the head and continuing through the base of its tail, a lot of kitties enjoy, <laughs> oh, enjoy that. They're probably just being tolerant because of the benefits that you bring to the relationship, such as food, treats, and attention. Finka admits that there isn't a lot of science on the subject, but her limited research has shown that although people think the cats like being stroked down uh, to the base of their tail, 
Oh my God, this is all going to go really bad. Uh, this can actually produce the most negative behavior responses from cats. So, so you should. Pet. <laughs> so, how should you we pet our cats? She says it depends very much on the individual animal. The only way to sh- to know for sure is to pay attention to the body language and look for signs of enjoying, such as purring, netting, and a gentle tail wag. Okay, and remember, with the cat, what she loved yesterday, she will hate today, because that is the standard. And cats don't even know how cats want to be petted. Any place is fine for about three seconds, and then they just want to rip your face off. At least that's my, um, that's what I've seen. That's what I've seen. Anyways, an honest man, an honest man, yeah, I heard me correctly there. A Chinese man in Montreal has gone viral thanks to his honest menu of, the owner of the Aunt Dai restaurant says that he, that the food he serves is pretty good, but not perfect. But he's not afraid to let the customers know that his menu item description. Examples besides the orange beef, it says, not that good, but it's your call. The saute beef is a new item, uh, uh, and as he puts, as he puts it, I don't, you know, have the chance to try it yet. So I, that's what, but it's still on the menu. He also lets patrons know that. He's not a big fan of the sweet and spicy pork strips, saying it's very tasty, but it's not the same as the ones I had in China. Faye has been writing blurbs on his menu for years, but went viral last week when a Twitter user wrote, Aunt Dai is my favorite Chinese restaurant in Montreal, but the real treat is the menu. Featuring extremely honest commentary from the owner. In a few days, the tweet garnered about tens of thousands of likes and retweets. What What should you order if you ever have the chance to visit? Uh, might I suggest a Singapore noodles according to the menu? It has curry flavor, so don't expect it to be so tasty. But it also saved us uh, a safe choice and make you happy. His menu might mostly be honest, but I still haven't. <laughs> I still have a hard time believing that the chicken fried rice. You know, on the chicken fried rice, what they had to say there. I'm also looking for a restaurant that has uh, that's honest about when my order is ready, because you know, you get those that circle around and about and say, "Well, it's almost there." Duh. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so there you go. There you go. What's going on? Right there. So let's go. We're going into the to the favorite portion of the show for all as we talk about it. And welcome to the swamp. Journalists are bracing for a full civil war ahead of Joe Biden's inauguration tomorrow. Freaked out on Twitter when smoke was has been bellowing into the air in the downtown D.C. on Monday. Turns out there was literally a dumpster fire. A trash receptacle at the Navy Yard was ablaze, and it wasn't the first shots of a bloody revolution. So there you go. Some people were freaking out about that. So let's kind of make sure that we actually cover it. President Trump is expected to issue nearly 100 pardons today, including the mix of white-collar criminals and low-level offenders. Former President Obama issued 330 the day before he left town. Meanwhile, it isn't expected that Trump will land in Florida, uh, or it is expected that Trump will land in Florida about 11 a.m. tomorrow after his, his last trip as president on Air Force One. So that will take tomorrow. So there you go. There you go. So I think the inauguration, and I could be wrong, is at noon tomorrow. So that'll be fun to see how that's going to work out for some of us. And take a look at what is going on. Uh, So that's that. That's that. And that's it. That's the swamp. (gasps) Yay! I'm so 
excited. I'm so excited that we're out of it. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. No winner for Friday night's Make a Million Drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $850 million jackpot, as we did talk about it earlier, or a $628.2 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $730 million jackpot or a $546 million cash payout. That will be your choice, of course, depending on what you want to take a look at. That is for sure. And so, there you go. A lot of stuff. I don't know. Do you play? Do you play the game? Because that's the other thing. A lot of questions there on if you played the game. If you don't play, well, then it's kind of hard to win. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know if you heard about this, but let's talk about it. Garth Brooks will perform at Joe Biden and Kamala Harris swearing-in ceremony tomorrow, joining Jennifer Lopez and Lady Gaga. Brooks, a Republican, commented on performance saying, in our household, this is not a political statement. This is a statement of unity. According to the deadline incoming First Lady, Jill Biden asked him over the weekend if he would perform. So it looks like he said yes. Another news, just real quick, because it's there, so I'll just talk about it. Justin Timberlake has finally confirmed that he and his wife, Jessica Beale welcomed their second child, a son named Phineas. Phineas? Like Billie Eilish's brother? Uh, last summer, the 39-year-old opened up about being a dad to two during the virtual appearance on The Ellen DeGeneres Show. Last July, report surfaces that Beale and Timberlake had added to their household. So congratulations on finally talking about it in the general public. I think that that's important. Anyways, let's talk about some other things inside of the world of sports. So let's go from there. The Los Angeles Chargers have hired Brandon Staley as their new head coach, Staley, served as the Denver Broncos outside linebacker coach in 2019 before leaving to join his Los Angeles Rams as their defensive coordinator in 2020. He coached college football for about 10 years before landing the, his first NFL job with the Chicago Bears back in 2017. Staley is replacing Anthony Lynn, who was fired this month. So there you go. Some things going on over there. The Detroit Lions are expected to hire Dan Campbell as their head co- new head coach. The New Orleans Saints tight end. Assistant head coach has been reported as a favorite to land the position. Now the now the Saints have eliminated from the playoffs the Lions and Campbell can you know take the next steps and make it happen because that's all it's about is taking the next steps and making things happen. That is for sure. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this day. So back on this day in 2013, during an interview with Oprah Winfrey, Lance Armstrong admits to doping in all seven of his tour to France victories following the admission he was stripped of his seven tour de france titles well i guess that kind of goes hand in hand here you go let's talk about some other stuff let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today if you care to know natalie bryant daughter of the late kobe bryant turns 18 sean johnson turns 29 little scrappy turns 37 joe sweeten turns 39 peter Buttigieg. peter or pete Buttigieg. Mayor Pete, let's go with that one. 39, Sean Wayans turns 50 today. Paula Dean, oh my God, turns 74. And the famous singer, Dolly Parton. Oh yes, oh yes, Dolly Parton. She turns, you ready for this? 75 today, 75. Radio Big, mastering the art of putting music on shuffle. Radio Big. Okay, so let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. And there's a long there's a long one, so let's go. 
Archery Day, Artist of the Outlaw Day, Brew of a Potion Day, uh, Confederate Memorial Day, that's in Texas, Good, Mem- Good Memory Day, National Gun Appreciation Day, National Popcorn Day, New Friends Day, Printing Ink Day, Rid the World of Fad Diets, and Gimmicks Day. I like that. I like that. Uh, Robert A. E. Lee Birthday, State of Florida, um, Tenderness Towards Existence Day, Tin Can Day, and World Day of Migrants and Refugees. And then World Quark Day. World Quark Day. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on right there as we talk about it. Anyways, let's get you to the end of the sequence of events here and talk about some other stuff. Do we have time for Did You Know? Do we have time? No, seriously, do we have time? Maybe me asking if we have time is wasting my time about Did You Know? No, seriously. Okay, let's talk about Did You Know real quick before we get you out of here. 54 minutes past the top of the hour, six minutes remaining, six minutes. So let's go from there. So did you know, as if it's not enough that snakes can um, slither, sidewind, and swim on the top of the water, jump and glide between trees. Now scientists have found a new way for them to get to you, climbing like a lasso. Not a joke here. Researchers from the Colorado State University and the University of Cincinnati made the discovery while working on conservations in the Microdian starlings in Guam. They had installed tall metal cylinders known as baffles to prevent snakes from climbing up the bird boxes, but the author's studies say that the colleagues witnessed brown tree snakes form a look uh, what looked like a lasso around the cylinder and then wiggle their way all the way to the top. Think about that for a second. Definitely not what you want to hear when we're talking about this stuff. That is... um. That's for sure. Anyways, let's give you some whack facts real quick as we get moving. Anyways, Cheerio cereal was originally called Cheerios. Sponges hold more cold water than hot. The average lifespan of an NBA basketball is about 10,000 bounces. Wearing a hat helps keep your feet warm. Uh, Cats can move their jaws sideways. And Elvis Presley made only one television commercial. Maybe that's something you did not know, and now you do. Anyways, this gives you some slices of BS for today, and let's go from there. Luke Bryan and Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, Ryan Seacrest, and Bobby Bones return to the new season of American Idol on February the 14th. Some thought American Idol would die last year, but it not only stayed alive, it wound up being more entertaining than ever. It's the reality TV version of Betty White. I just read that the death rate among the middle-aged white people is on the rise. But on the bright side, well, there's much shorter wait on Cracker Barrel these days. According to the Census Bureau, Americans speak more than 350 different languages, and not one of them resembles whatever the hell is that Sevilla Viagra is speaking. The fact, <laughs> fact of the day during World War II, Hershey's made a chocolate bar for the U.S. soldier that was meant to taste so bad that soldiers would only eat it if they were uh, if they were starving. So, no change then. Fact of the day, caffeine is more addictive than marijuana. But after seeing your monthly Starbucks bill, you wish you had some marijuana. <laughs> Oops.
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let me tell you about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're running into any issues of depression or thinking of having any kind of suicidal thoughts, you can give them a call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can go to the suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just in case if you are going down that particular path. Anyways, let's talk about some other things real quick before we get you moving and, mo- and grooving today. If you need a phone starter for a day, if you could live in any time in any TV home, which one would it be? Random joke for the day. How do people make new mates? Asking for a friend. If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. Almost 60% of people agree that you should not do this before 8 a.m. What is it? Call someone. But I guess texting is fine. I guess texting is fine. Yeah. Three o'clock in the morning. Hi. How are you? Um, So there you go. Uh, And then that's it. That's the show. So if you want to come out, hang out with us, we will be at the top of the hour on Radio Big exclusively. If you want to hang out and do some other things, you're more than welcome on Hanging Out on Safety FM today. Here is the lineup for the rest of the day. If you're watching, Chris Russell will jump on at 10 o'clock Eastern time, followed by John and Heidi at 2, and then Cindy Scott at 6 p.m., and then Terry Christensen at 10. So there you go. You come out and hang out at Radio Big if you so desire. I'm moving over there right now. Come out, hang out with me. Let's do some things together. If I can leave you with a thought for the day, here you go. Being powerful is like being a lady. If you have to tell people you are, you aren't. Look at it in that fashion. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and Radio Big. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Couldn't do what we do without you. The most important part of the whole thing, the listener. Anyways, I know who you are. I'll be back tomorrow. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.